Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew. It's just available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. And we always appreciate it when you share those on social media. Rob and I have got about three years of archives of shows over there on AmericaOutloud.news. You guys got to be sure to check it out. Well, guys, the House of Representatives has finally got something done. They have impeached Mayorkas. Obviously, this is going to have to go to the Senate, and we'll see what happens there. But this guy's just been so incompetent at his job, particularly on the border. Uh, It's been a complete disaster since Joe Biden has came into office and appointed Alejandra Mayorkas in his position. And uh, it's not just been the border. There's been other things, too, like refusing Robert F. Kennedy Secret Service protection. Uh, There's just a multitude of things that should be impeachable offenses for this guy. But three years in, Almost four. They finally have impeached him, uh, which I am very happy to see. Of course, the same old Republicans voted against impeaching him. Your Ken Bucks and Mike Gallagher's and people of that ilk are the ones who did not uh, vote for the impeachment, which is unfortunate because it should have been unanimous, Rob, with all of the Republicans. Uh, I have hopes that the Senate will get the job done, but... With this Senate, you never know. The next time they do something positive will probably be the first time they've done something positive because uh, we all know they folded with Democrats on the border bill until uh, there was so much pressure. McConnell finally came out against it. Then they folded with the Democrats on the foreign aid. So uh, the Senate has a lot to get done here. Hopefully they go through with this impeachment or... uh, people are going to be even more unhappy with them than they already are. What are your thoughts, Rob? Andrew, I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. You're right. Uh, On Valentine's night, uh, right before it took place, they impeached Mallorca. So I guess that's their Valentine's gift to constituents that they were able to get it together and impeach him. As you mentioned, the three amigos who voted against it last week, voted against it again. And I know the reasoning behind it, and I know a lot of other people are saying, well, don't go after him, go after Joe Biden, because Joe Biden is the person who committed the offense. He's the person who's allowing the border to be broken. And as we've said before, Andrew, we get that. But when a person at a job doesn't perform, You don't go after the CEO, you fire that person, the low-hanging fruit that they're always talking about. Then once you've gotten rid of that person, then you go up the chain. But they can always impeach Joe Biden. You can impeach him for lying to the American people and saying that the border is protected. Under the Constitution, he's – go ahead. Sorry to cut you off, but just I was just going to comment. The same three rhinos would vote against impeaching Biden, too. They don't want to hold anyone accountable. They don't want to hold anyone accountable. But as I was about to say, they can go ahead and impeach him for not upholding the Constitution and protecting us against foreign invaders. He's allowing people to come here, and he welcomed welcomed them to come. 
Now, a lot of people are having a hitsy fit because Trump said over the weekend that if NATO members didn't pay their dues, that he might just say, if they ask, are you going to protect us? He might say, I don't know. No, I'm not going to protect you. You know, let Russia come in and do whatever they want to do. Now, of course, I wish he hadn't said that because that just allows them ammunition, they being the Democrats, to focus on that as opposed to focusing on the fact that these people need to pay their fair share if we're going to protect them. But then you look at what Joe Biden did. Joe Biden is telling the adversaries to come here. He's telling them to come here and invade us. And you see how I flipped that script? Because the media won't talk about it. They won't flip it like that. They'll just can't keep saying, well, Trump said this, Trump said that. But look at what Joe Biden said. What is the difference? Joe Biden got on stage when he was campaigning and then after he was elected or the election was stolen for him and said, oh, let them all come here. We can welcome you. And then we have governors and mayors of states saying, come here. We're sanctuary cities. You can come. What do you mean by a sanctuary city? Why are we allowing them to come here? And now you have the people who voted for these individuals saying, oh, this has got to stop. This doesn't make any sense. They're taking away money from us. They're using our taxpayer dollars to fund these illegals, putting them up in five-star hotels, giving them five-course meals. Now about to give them these voucher cards to do whatever they want to do with it. They can travel anywhere, everywhere without having an ID, whereas you or I, we have to have a government-issued ID because they might think that we're on a terrorist list. Now, you dare say that they might be on a terrorist list, and then you'll say, oh, you're racist, you're homophobic, you're genophobic, you're xenophobic, you're thisophobic, and you're thataphobic. But we will allow them to have free reign of our great country, the country that we built, and now they're destroying. A couple of nights ago, you have a 15-year-old Venezuelan kid here illegally in Times Square, shooting at a a tourist and then at a police officer, 15 years old. How the heck did he get here? When did he get here? Who paid for him to go from Venezuela to here? George Soros and company. Is no one asking this question? How did a 15-year-old kid come to America? How did he get a gun? And you know what, Andrew? No one is saying anything about gun control. Where are the Democrats on gun control? Why aren't they out saying we need to have more gun laws? Why aren't they saying it? This past Sunday in Texas, Lakeview Church, Joel Olstein, a woman who thought she was a man went to the church and shot it up. One person was killed. The woman who thought she was a man's kid was killed. Democrats are completely silent on gun control. Go figure. You got a 15-year-old shooting up people. Then you got this woman who's confused, who also came here, I think, illegally, shooting up at a church. No one is saying anything. No one wants to talk about gun control. You see, these are the things that Republicans need to jump on top of. We're so busy trying to go against Mallorca. No, we don't want to impeach him. And you should be impeaching him because it's because of him that these two individuals and others And they're not the brightest or the finest, as Trump said. And that doesn't make you a racist for calling it out. It just means that you're speaking the truth. But no one is calling out that, wait a minute, where where are you guys with gun control? Why aren't you jumping out front on this? You see, it's all about politics. It's theatrics. The Democrats controlling the narrative. The media is controlling the narrative. They're saying that they shouldn't go after Mallorca, who clearly lied before Congress and said that there isn't a problem at the border. How many times did they call him up before the Hill to testify? And he said, oh, there's no problem. Everything is just peachy king. 
And we knew there was a problem, Andrew. There was absolutely a problem, but no one wanted to admit it. And now that he's finally been, been impeached, of course, the left doing what they always do. Oh, why are they doing this? Now, Andrew, I got to say this. This, is, this isn't the end of it because Chuck Schumer, he now has to address this and he can do one of two things. He can either look at this and say that we're not going to take this up and dismiss it. It goes nowhere. Or he can look at this and say, okay, we'll put it before the house, but you know, we need to think about it. Should we move forward? Or he could rush it to trial, or he can delay it. There are so many avenues that he could take this since he is a majority leader. Well, he's over the Senate, I'm sorry. He doesn't have to proceed with this. So although the House has voted to impeach him, and thank God they got that in before the final vote because New York had a special election. So by Yorker, he's probably wondering, what's next for me? Republicans should lock ranks and say, okay, probably didn't like this, those three, but it happened. We're going to support it. We're going to move forward. Because, Andrew, if the shoes were on the other foot, Democrats wouldn't have cared at all. They would have rushed this before, and they would have threatened Republicans who would have been cowards to say, oh, let's go ahead and impeach him and let's remove him. Look at the times that they impeached Trump twice. And you had some Republicans agreeing with that. And now with Mallorca, who's just low-hanging fruit. Well, if we do this now, the Democrats, they would have done the same thing. They'll start doing the same thing. They're going to do it regardless. Trump gets back in office. They're going to impeach every member of his cabinet, and including Trump. They don't care. So while you guys are trying to be nice and we got to uphold this, that has been thrown out the window. You want to talk about civility, they're not going to bring the civility back until you ramrod them and just forcefully say, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to keep doing this until you guys get your act right. Until we get in people who are going to actually represent the country and not represent foreign constituents. Because right now, the way I see it, Andrew, these illegals have more rights than you or I, more rise than taxpayer citizens. And as I said before, all you people that have been voting for Democrats, you're talking about what you hate right now and talking about what they're doing to illegals, what the illegals rather are doing to your communities, to your neighborhoods. But come election day, you guys will be hoodwinked into voting for Democrats again. And this will be your excuse. Well, Trump is a racist. Well, Republicans are racist. Really? But so you'd rather your neighborhood to go down and be destroyed over some narrative that the media is talking about. And they don't believe it. They don't believe what they're saying, but they're hoping you will believe it. They're hoping you won't look through it. They're hoping that you don't see through the lie and that you will be an emotional voter. Look at all the people that have voted for Democrats that are coming out now saying, I was emotional. I knew Trump. I lived in New York. And folks, let me just say this. What you see of Trump, every New Yorker probably behaves that way, for the most part. Okay. So all you folks who are saying he's a racist, it's like, are you serious? This is liberal New York. And if it's such a racist place, why do you have all these liberals here? But see, people don't think clearly, Andrew. They don't think through what the media is saying, how the media is feeding them propaganda. Because if they did, they would say, wait, this doesn't make any sense here. 
this is liberal New York and you're saying that he's a racist? Like, are they doing this so that they can just get me to flip my boat, to change my boat? Because I remember when they had The Apprentice on and everyone loved him. And now all at once he became a racist. You have these rap stars, he's the racist. But if I look back a couple of decades, I would see Trump in their videos. I would see Trump on movie sets with them. So how did he become a racist all at once? No one is thinking. You're believing, you're buying into the lie that the media has put out there. Because they know that if they get you to think emotionally, you will vote against what's good for you. So this thing with Mallorca, you watch. Look at what we heard all day long. Oh, how could they do this? How could they impeach him? Easy. He lied to the American people. He lied before Congress. Why wouldn't they impeach him? Look at the people in Trump's cabinet or Trump's inner circle that they're trying to throw in jail because they say that they lied. Bannon, look at him. And then so many others. Oh, they lied. They, they came and they lied. It's like, are you serious? Robert, the FBI director, Christopher Wray, he's lied before Congress. And talking about Jan 6 and that the FBI, well, I'm not going to tell you if FBI members were in that crowd keeping up a ruckus. Adam Schiff. I've oftentimes said, Andrew, if I were on the Hill, I don't care what they say about it's not being protocol, I would have already called him out and said, we want you to come before Congress and we want you to testify. What did you know? When did you know it? And what are you lying about? Put him on the spot. Some would say, don't do it, because if you do it, they'll do the same thing to Republicans. But you have nothing to worry about if you haven't been lying. And if you've been lying, then they should call you, haul you off before Congress and get you to testify. Yeah. That's the worst excuse from weak Republicans, and it's so tiring that this, oh, we can't do that because then Democrats will do it. Uh, we saw that with Adam Schiff when they were going to fine him for all of his Russia collusion lies. And then uh, Thomas Massey and others are like, oh, no, we can't do that. Uh, we'll just uh, give him a weak censor when they wanted to censor Tlaib uh, for her pro-Palestine Palestine propaganda. Uh, they put a stop to that. You don't think if any Republicans were coming out uh, in any kind of support whatsoever of Russia or against this Ukraine war, that Democrats wouldn't try and censor them if they had the numbers in the House? I mean, uh, we need to stop being weak, these Republicans, and start playing by the Democrats' rules because they're not playing fair. And uh, to give Biden any kind of win whatsoever... Uh, is just backwards because they're not going to make anything easy for President Trump, just like they didn't the last time. In fact, they will blatantly vote against things um, just to um, enact revenge on President Trump. It's really pathetic how low they will go to go after Trump. And it doesn't matter how much it damages America in the process. And see, that's what I've said all, all along, Andrew, that it, with their excuses that they give that if we do this, the Republicans I and mean, the Democrats are going to do even worse. But they're doing it already to impeach Trump, not once, but twice to impeach him when he was in office. And then as he's about to leave office, oh, we're going to impeach him again because he did something when he was in office. And they were, they were doing this just to keep him from running for office. But yet he's still running. And even with that, look at how they brought up all these make-believe charges against him. 
And I remember a lot of people were saying that this charge in Atlanta, oh, that's the most deadly charge. It's going to stick. It's going to stick. And I kept saying, folks, don't believe it. Don't believe it. I think a lot of them wanted to believe it because I think a lot of them wanted it to happen the same way with this classified document. I mean, if I were his attorneys, I would go before the judge and I think they're doing this and say, wait a minute, you didn't impeach this guy, your guy. I mean, not impeach him, but you didn't indict him. Why did you indict me? And this whole rigmarole, this whole production that Trump had to go through, he should be allowed to sue the government and they should pay him back. They should reimburse him. But no one is looking at that the same way with Mallorca. Let him off. Don't say anything. But he's doing something that he shouldn't have done. And I know some people will say, well, Biden, the only thing Biden's going to do is put another flunky in there. and He'll do the same thing. OK, let him. But then the House has to approve the new cabinet member. And if the new cabinet member comes in there and does the exact same thing, then they should impeach that person. Don't be afraid of the power that you have, because Republicans certainly aren't. Look at what, again, look at what they've done to Trump. They said they were going to do it, and they're doing it. Look at Jack Smith. He knows that he's on the wrong side. He knows that what he's doing is wrong. He knows it. But he's trying to push through a trial so that he can finally get a conviction and a liberal city so that Trump can't run. I mean, folks, just stop and look at this. This is what they're doing. Look at the, what the appeals court did when they heard tr the uh, Trump's uh, as to whether or not he has presidential immunity in D.C. They went ahead and said, no, we don't believe it. And by the way, you have seven days if you want to appeal this before the Supreme Court. Seven days usually is 60 to 90 days. But look at how they changed the rules. <laughs> so all the more reason they should have impeached Mallorca. Now, of course, they might not convict him. He might still be there. But still, it's the doing it that counts to show the American people that you're aware of what they're doing and you're willing to fight. That's what Trump did. Trump did the same thing when he was in office. He threatened all of our adversaries and say, if you do, this is what I would do. And what did they do? They backed down. If Republicans were to come together collectively and start to fight that way, you would see a major change. A major change. Stop trying to appease people and get them to like you because they're not going to like you. Eat at the dinner table or the lunch table by yourself. But as long as you're supporting the American people and fulfilling your responsibilities, you have nothing to worry about, Andrew. That's plain and simple. You're right. It's only a matter of time before some of these rhino Republicans like John Cornyn and Mitch McConnell and uh, some of the other bad ones age out and uh, we get some America first people in the Senate. I mean, Trump has started a new movement in the Republican Party, and we can never go back to the days of Paul Ryan and George Bush. No, thank you. Uh, this is what the Uniparty, the Democrats, and the Rhino Republicans want. The Vivek, when he was still running for president, said something that people called a conspiracy theory, but there is a lot of truth to it, in my opinion, when he said uh, they would love nothing more than to have it be down to Trump, Nikki Haley, and Biden, and then take Bi uh, Trump out somehow. And then you've got Nikki Haley and Biden, who are two establishment politicians. Uh, it's very scary. But this is what the Democrats' goal is. I mean, they are desperate to make sure President Trump does not show up on that ballot in uh, 2024. Uh, more to discuss on that when we come back. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. 
The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel and be our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them, from improving immune health, regulating hormone balance, supporting gut health, to soothing the skin, even reducing the appearance of wrinkles, fine lines, and cellulite, and providing targeted support for mind, mood, energy, and even our body's own production of collagen. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in becoming your best self and fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. We are back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew and continuing our discussion tonight. Joe Biden has gone on TikTok and tried to promote his campaign in 2024. Apparently, he thinks that's a better strategy than the free publicity he would have had in front of the audience at the Super Bowl. Nonetheless, he turned that down and instead he is promoting on TikTok and some of these other uh, social media platforms that uh, tender to more of a younger audience. And what's up with all the TikTok propaganda lately? I saw a commercial just on TV tonight of, of a farmer talking about how he, he posts on TikTok and how great it is for the farming community that they can share um, how their crops are doing and so many of these other things, completely ignoring that the site is complete Chinese infiltrated they're stealing personal information and uh whatever happened to banning the site i mean joe biden is openly endorsing the site now by appearing on it uh it's just once again the chinese infiltrating americans and many are too stupid to see what's going on andrew here's what i don't understand about this whole tiktok deal joe biden has said that no one in the white house or any one of the cabinet members can use tiktok why in the heck is he on TikTok now? I, I mean, why is he on TikTok? And I know that there are a lot of people out there that say, well, but you're on other social media platforms and they're taking your information and they're probably selling it. I get that. But we know beyond the reasonable doubt, Christopher Ray came out and said this, that they're using TikTok to spy on Americans. They're using TikTok to beat us at our own game. They only created TikTok after Instagram came out, and they said, oh, well, let's up one on, on Instagram. And this is what the Chinese propaganda machine does. They steal our intellectual property, and then they try to make it better. Just like we have Amazon, they have Timu, they have Shine. 
And you have so many Americans going out, oh, I'm going to get this on Timu. I'm going to get this on Shine, Shine or Sheen or whatever. It's like, think. They're using your information. They're going to use it against you. Well, I don't care. Well, they can use my information when they use my credit card. You're right. But now you're giving them an open invitation. So Joe Biden going on TikTok trying to be hip. And as you said, Andrew, during the Super Bowl, we haven't had a chance to talk about the Super Bowl since it aired. Heather and I talked about it the other night. But he had an opportunity to go before millions of Americans and talk about what he's doing. You would think he would want to do that after his failed presser, after Robert Hur released the damning report and confirming what we always knew, that Joe Biden is not the Joe Biden that he was a decade ago. Joe Biden has poor memory. Joe Biden is probably suffering from dementia. And for all those folks on the left who are saying, well, Robert Hur, he isn't a doctor and he isn't, he can't make this assessment. Well, you're not a doctor either. But you made those assessments against Trump. Do you see how I just keep flipping the strip script on them? Because I know many on the right media, they won't do it. They'll just go along with whatever the narrative the left puts up. But if you're going to say that Robert Hur isn't a doctor, what about some of you who are coming out or who have come out and made pronouncement against Trump and his mental acuity? Trump makes one mistake, and then you have the left all on it. Oh, he said this. Oh, he said this. Whereas Joe is fumbling and mumbling every day. He tries to clean it up, and then he steps into it again. Now, what idiot, yes, I said idiot, is going to go before reporters a complete bumbling idiot telling them that, oh, I have my mental, my mental faculties and I'm smart, but you still fumble and you mess up on who the president of Egypt is, confusing it with the president of Mexico. Really? And then you're going to yell and rail and scream at the audience, at the reporters? And then you're going to come back out during Super Bowl weekend and I don't want to give a, an interview, even though it's just for 10 minutes, I'm too afraid. CBS, they're going to give you a softball. They're not going to hit you with any hard-hitting questions, but you're afraid of that CBS that just fired Catherine Hetridge, who was on Fox, who was a brilliant journalist, but they fired her. You know who fired her? One of their diversity and equity heads. Andrew, we said before, when she got ready to move over, we said, wrong decision, bad decision. How long has she been there? For Like two or three years? They've already asked her. I mean, why would she even go to fake news CBS? I guess she was trying to give them credibility, but I'm hearing that ever since she was there, there was always a fight between the news and what's actually news. I could have told her that. But nevertheless, she went there. But back to Joe. He's afraid to give us a Super Bowl interview. So what is he going to do? They're going to run him out there and, oh, make a commercial about uh, how the, the these companies are giving you just a little bit shrinkage, shrinkflation on ice cream and potato chips. What is that about? And then only to find out yesterday that inflation is up, I think, 17%. But the Democrats are telling you, oh, don't believe what you hear. Don't believe what you see. Don't believe your wallets. Don't believe that eggs are costing almost $10 a dozen eggs. Don't believe that. All that money that we gave you during the uh, COVID, oh, use all that money. But oh, and by the way, we're also giving some of your taxpayer money to illegal immigrants. Illegal aliens, as I would say. And that's the reason why Mallorca got impeached. Oh, but don't believe that. 
And then on top of that, Andrew, he makes another TikTok video with the black man and his sons. And what are they eating chicken? <laughs> now, don't get me wrong here. I I'm laughing because, you know, black people always saying, well, white people always say we eat chicken. I, I love chicken. I eat it all the time. There's nothing wrong with eating chicken. I don't know how that became such a became so negative to black people. But anyway, Joe Biden is sitting at a black man's home at his table with his two black sons. Of course, Joe looks like he's out of place. <laughs> he looks confused. They're eating chicken and he's asking the, the, the kids about their day. Talk about pandering to the black boat. He doesn't look comfortable. Has he ever done that before? No. Are there any black yeah. men in Joe's staff, Andrew? No. Yeah, all that was missing was the watermelon and the Kool-Aid. I mean, this the was like and, his and the uh, Hillary. Drinks. Right, great pop. <laughs> yeah, this is like his Hillary Clinton moment. When uh, Remember when she thought that she was hip when she said she carried hot sauce in her purse when she went on that uh, breakfast club show? I mean, people, anybody with a brain can see these people are just trying to pander and uh, he's going to have to pander a lot because the black community has lost a lot of confidence in Joe Biden and the Democrats these past four years seeing these illegal immigrants get all this free stuff and uh, get all this money passed out to them yet Democrats and Joe Biden have still yet to do anything for them all Joe's doing is pandering and he's a good panderer I mean, like I said, there are no black men in his cabinet, and they only made this TikTok video because it's for young people, and I guess they're hoping that black men will see it because he's afraid that black men in large, in large chunks are turning their back on him. And I said this before, Andrew, and B.B. Diamond and I spoke about this last night, is that if Trump really wants to make a difference, he should start going to the black barbershops talking to black men and getting black men to vote for him. The door is right there. Open it up, walk through it. Now I'm hearing that he's supposed to be, or he's thinking about giving a rally in Bronx, New York. A lot of minorities. Don't think about it. Just do it. What are you waiting for? What does he have to lose? He's saying, what do black people have to lose? What does Trump have to lose? It's nothing but upside, nothing but gain for him. Walk through the door for Pete's sake. You keep saying, oh, African-Americans, I love them. I love my African-Americans. Prove it. Walk through the door. A possibility. They're there. They will vote for you. Remember when he went, and I think a lot of people forgot about this, when Fannie Willis, the corrupt woman that she is, who's having an affair, who's committing adultery with the chief prosecutor that she has prosecuting Trump, when she decided that she was going to arrest Trump, and I'm going to do a uh, take a mugshot. She didn't realize the mugshot was just going to blow up and people were going to like love it. When he went to Fulton County, the same county that Martin Luther King sat in a jail and wrote letters from prison, when Trump was going there, the black folks that, that were on the outside lying the streets trying to get a glimpse of Trump, it was phenomenal. The black people were waiting for Trump. He needs to step up. We said this before. He needs to go to Chicago. Up two or three on Biden. If Biden is going to be fake with this TikTok, Russia propaganda, I mean, uh, Chinese propaganda machine, getting all this information, then why won't Trump just be real and say, I'm going to Chicago? I know they don't want me here. I'm going.
I'm going to go there. I'm going to give a rally there. I'm going to go to the Bronx, New York. I am going to go back to Fulton County, Georgia, and I'm going to rally black people. He should just pop up at a black barbershop. Do it. Have his people to do a little feel and say, okay, the president's going to come here. Are you okay with that? Do it. And if they say, are you going to do this for us? Are you going to do this? And if someone were to say, are you racist? Just say, if I was a racist, do you think I would be here? Because a true racist is not going to be in the same area with a black person. Let's just be honest. Like a Joe Biden. How long did it take him to show up at this makeup, this whole charade of coming to a black person's home? Oh, and by the way, folks, remember, he's supposed to be going to East Palestine this weekend. <laughs> I would like to be there when he does that. But back to what I was saying, Trump should do it. If Joe Biden is going to go on TikTok after he said, no one in my administration, no one, no government official should be on TikTok, then he's going to go on TikTok. <laughs> you just can't make this stuff up. Robert Hur gives us a golden nugget by saying, nugget by saying that Joe in essence, he's a mental issue. He, they're, they're, he's not altogether there. He's a poor memory. He has dementia. Okay. And then Joe is going to hide away, not appear in the Super Bowl with all these millions of viewers because he's afraid that he might make a mess up. But he's going to go on TikTok, a Chinese propaganda tool, to, appease, to appeal rather to young people. You cannot make this up. This is 2024. Have you ever seen such ludicrousness? It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, he's giving Republicans, Trump, all this ammunition. And I would say to Trump, stop walking on your message. Keep your mouth shut. I know you'd like to have all the attention on you, but sometimes silence is golden. You need to learn that. It's golden. Be quiet. Be Trump, but be quiet. Put a lid on it. You can very easily beat this man. There's no reason why you should be five points ahead. You should be 20 points ahead. You should be light years ahead. And if you were to go into these black barbershops and start reaching out to these people, you need an outreach message. Reach out to them. Trump would be surprised. Joe Biden can't do it. He won't do it. Because if Joe were to go, he would look confused. Look at all the times he was in black churches looking like he was lost. I can't say this enough, Andrew. I've, BB and I spoke about this last night. Trump needs to go to the black barbershops, appeal to the black men. Forget about the black women. Because they're like the church women. You can't tell them anything. Their, their heads are so far up in the pulpit thinking that, oh, we're getting all this gain, not realizing, yeah, but where is it getting you? Where is the black family? You see, Democrats don't care about that. Because they want to keep the black man out of the black family so they can keep feeding this nonsense to the black woman. This has been their method of operation, Andrew, since the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. Remove the black man from the house and we can have all the black women and we can confuse them and tell them all this other crazy stuff. Which is what's happening. Trump, the door is there. Walk through it. You can walk through it and hit a home run because black men are fed up of these these namsy-pamsy beta male Democrats and Barack Obama. No, they, please. Yeah, you got some black elf, some uh, beta black men that like Barack Obama. They worship at his feet. Who Barack Obama did absolutely nothing for them. Has he gone back to Chicago to do anything? No, he hasn't done anything here or Michelle. They just sit there and they do a lot of talking, working behind the scenes to destroy or to keep black people down. 
But have they done anything significant to help the community? Absolutely not. Nothing. When was the last time Barack Obama, Barack Obama appeared at a black church? Now, as the election starts to heat up, he'll probably go out. He'll probably, then he'll make an appearance. But other than that, he's done absolutely nothing. He'll make an appearance and say, I'm telling you, Trump, you don't want him because he's a racist. The same old rhetoric. Which is why they told Joe, Joe, let's do a video, a commercial with you sitting with the black family, two black boys, endangered species, and a black father. Talk to them. And, and Joe, like a little dummy that he is, not knowing left or right, not knowing if he's going or coming, agreed to do it. And of all things, Andrew, sitting down with some chicken. And like you said, the only thing they were missing was a watermelon and the grape drink. Now, I love watermelon. I love chicken. There's nothing wrong with it. But the stereotype that the Democrats have created over it makes no sense. I have white friends who love watermelon and chicken. What's wrong with that? Most Americans, that eat, right, most Americans eat chicken. What's the big deal? I mean, before long, they, they'll have you not eating chicken, just like they don't want you to eat steak. Oh, there's something wrong with the steak because the cows, they fart. You cannot listen to Democrats. You cannot trust them, Andrew. They are a bunch of crazy knuckleheads. They are crazy. It's just we see this all the time with a uh, cancel culture. Uh things that people get offended by but then when there's a give me like this uh there's nothing to see here joy behar we see pictures of her wearing blackface or justin trudeau wearing blackface there's nothing to see here it only matters when it's republicans or someone that they don't like or someone that's not going along with the agenda that's when it gets the immediate attention you guys are tuned into after dark with robin andrew which is available monday through friday at 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central or 6 p.m on the west coast if you've not done so already check out america out loud dot shop tons of great books and other great gift ideas or things for yourself over at america out loud dot shop. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin and Andrew. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use CofixRx because it works. 
Andrew with the last half of the show, and I guess I'm saving this for last because I didn't want to talk about it during the opening of the show. Since it's Valentine's Day, and there's supposed to be love in the air. Just we, I'm sure you guys have all realized that uh, Democrats were able to flip the seat here in New York, the seat that George Santos had as a Republican. It's now gone back, gone back to the Democrats, Tom Swazi, who had originally held the seat when he stepped down. So there you go again. Republicans have decreased their margin in the House. And you and I have always said, Andrew, that they should have left Santos in just to keep that seat. But, you know, Republicans always fight against their own interests, trying to prove that they're at the top and, you know, oh, we're, we're the people with all these moral values. It now, look at what happened. I mean, that's just, it's just not good. And, and I hate that because I was hoping that this woman would win, especially on Long Island, which is a Republican, very Republican held uh, strong district. I don't know how the heck he got it. I know that the weather was bad yesterday, but still. And this just, this is just indicative, Andrew, of what could happen in this upcoming election. I know that, and we spoke about this in the first two blocks, how Democrats are now turning their backs on Democrats and looking at Republicans. But as we get closer to the election, don't be surprised if they flip the script and go back and vote for Democrats, Democrats who've caused these problems that we have now with crime and illegal aliens. Look at what they did in 2022. We thought there was going to be a red wave, and there wasn't. Now, I know a lot of people are saying there was some chicanery with the votes, but come on, folks. I mean, New Yorkers, that should have been an easy win, unless, of course, you got some Democrats who moved into that area and put him in. And this guy... I mean, Swazi, he's all for illegal immigration and on Long Island. Now, I don't know if we should blame these soccer moms, these suburban moms, but I'm going to tell you again, just in case you missed it. When these illegals come knocking at your door to rape you, your daughters, and your sisters, and your brothers, don't say anything. I don't want to hear, oh, I can't believe this. No, because you get, you deserve this. If you're going to continue to vote for these policies, you deserve what's going to happen to you. Yes, I said it. If something bad happens to you, you deserve it. You're welcoming this because you're vo- you keep voting for these idiots that don't care anything about you. They're more concerned with illegals. So when your home gets broken into and you get victimized, you welcome this. This is your fault. You caused it. Now I'm going to move on from that. That's all I'm going to say about it. And I hope everyone listens that if you vote this way during the fall, you're welcoming this. You're saying, I care nothing about the country. I want to turn it over to illegals. I want to turn it over to criminal activities. I want to turn it over to China, and they can do whatever they want to do with us. You welcome this. And then I, Andrew, will then take the lead to leave the country because <laughs> I'm not going to sit here on this craziness, okay? Because this makes absolutely no sense. Now, I want to pivot. I want to talk about... What else happened yesterday with or earlier today, started yesterday with the uh, the House hearing testimony from a former uh, business partner of Hunter Biden, Tony Bobolinsky. And if you all remember, right before the election of 2020, Tony Bobolinsky had gone and did an interview with Tucker Carlson. And during this interview, which lasted, I think, Andrews, over two nights, he mentioned to Tucker, and this guy, by the way, had served in the military. 
up and up guy. There's nothing negative about him. The left tried to dig up information, negative information, but they couldn't find anything. And we actually, when we were on Twitter, tweeted about this. And I took snippets of that interview and I posted it on Twitter. And I think that under Jack Dorsey's regime, they didn't like that. And that's probably one of the reasons why they kicked us off. I don't know why they haven't put us back on there. But nevertheless, we were putting the information out there so that the American people could see it. Tony Bobulinski did an interview with Tucker Carlson. He said, yes, I met Joe Biden. This is all part of a get rich scam for Joe Biden's family. He said that he even mentioned to Joe Biden's brother, this doesn't feel right. This doesn't seem right. And the brother said, who cares? We're doing this. And then we were told that the FBI, I think under Christopher Ray at the time, had reached out to Tony Bobulinski and said they wanted to interview him because they were concerned over the accusations and that they were going to call him in and talk to him. They never did it. Never did it. To this day, they didn't do it. You know why? Because they didn't want to know what he had to say. They were afraid of what he had to say, Andrew. So they wanted to keep it under lock and key. Well, lo and behold, finally, Republicans called him in to interview him, to find out what he knew, what he said, when he said it, and what he knew about the whole Biden get rich quick scheme. And the guy also had video of himself with Joe Biden, pictures. He even had conversations that he exchanged with the brother. But yet, and still, we were told, oh, don't believe it. So fast forward, yesterday, he testified behind closed doors to Congress to let them know what he knew. And I think some of it probably took place earlier today. <clears throat> and this is after the other business partner, Devin Archer, whom the Democrats are trying to lock up because he came out and said, oh, yeah, met uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden was on the phone call with Hunter they talked about the business deals, and we're led to believe that it didn't happen. Now, I find it interesting how the media will sully these individuals when they come out and speak the truth. The same way that they're going after Robert Herr, Andrew, the special counsel, who did the investigation into the bite and classified documents. Now, remember when they picked him, the media... Democrats said, oh, well, he's a Trump appointee. He's a Trump appointee. Now, what they failed to mention is that Robert Hur was recommended by the Democrats. But they, oh, he's a Trump appointee. And then when they, when they found out that he wasn't going to indict uh, Biden, oh, but he's a Trump appointee. So we got to believe him. He's a Trump appointee. But then once the report was released, and he said that uh, Joe has a problem upstairs. He doesn't remember some key moments in his life. Then all at once... Oh, no, he's a bad guy. This is a political hit job against, against Joe. They're just trying to go after him. And that's not fair. You see how they flipped the script? And now they want to tear him down. Because we can't believe him. And it's interesting how everyone in the media, not being objective, they're trying to tear him down. And I'm, for the life of me, I don't know why the media on the right won't just say, but you guys had said that he was okay because he was a Trump appointee. Now you're saying that he's a bad guy because he's a Trump appointee and he exposed the truth, the truth that we've been seeing with our very own eyes, that Joe isn't altogether there. But now they want to attack him the same way they want to attack Tony Bobolinsky and say, you can't believe what he's saying because he's lying. But this man 
was right next to Hunter. He had key information to expose him. Oh, but you can't believe him now. Really? And then you have this guy, Daniel Goldman, who was one of the impeachment lawyers who impeached Trump. I don't know how the heck he was able to become a representative, representing a lower part of Manhattan. But see, this is how Democrats roll. They protect their own. Now, he, they gave the, the, uh, an interview behind closed doors. And just to explain to you behind closed doors, the whole meaning behind it, because I didn't understand it at first either before I continued with uh, Daniel Goldman. The reason why they do it behind closed doors is that behind closed doors, there is no time limitation. And each representative can ask questions, as many questions as they want. They don't have to worry about whether well, there's just a five-second rule. When they give these uh, interviews in an open forum, they only have a certain amount of time to ask a question. And, you know, the bell rings and they say, oh, my time is out. And then they can spin it and go whatever they want to go with it. And then it's a bunch of theatrics, you know, because they know that they're playing before the camera. But when it's done behind closed doors, you know, the good thing about it is that there's a transcript and they can ask as many questions as they want. The only downside about it, as we found out with Adam Schiff, is that they can come out, the either side can come out and spin it the way they want to spin it, which is what Adam Schiff did during the Trump impeachment hearings. He would go in, interview people, and would come out and say, oh, they tell us a horrible tale of what Trump was done. And he was lying. And no one would call him out on it. And I thought, why? Why won't Republicans just call him out and just say, no, you're lying. You know that didn't happen. Well, the same thing is happening now. Daniel Goldman, who was present during the Tony Bobolinsky interview behind closed doors, came out, he and another flunky, Democrat flunky, and said, oh, no, this guy, he didn't say that, and he was confused, and he lied about this and lied about that, because, see, they know that the American people weren't there to hear the truth, and it'll be some time before they release the transcript, if they release the transcript. So they can spin this before the media, the media will pick up on it, they'll take their cues and say, oh, yeah, we got to go with what Daniel Goldman is saying, because, you know, it's a lie, but we're going to make it out to be the truth because the American people don't know it. You see how the media will lie to us? And that's the reason why we can't trust them. And that's the reason why Trump said that they're the enemy of the people, because, and listen to this, if the media will lie about that, the same way they're trying to lie and tell you that the economy is good, Joe Biden is sharp as a tack, Joe Biden is working on all cylinders, when you see Joe Biden isn't, when you see Joe Biden is struggling, when you see that Joe Biden is afraid to give a press conference for an hour, but the media is telling you it's okay. So if this media will lie about that, just imagine how they will lie if China comes in and pays them off and say, don't tell them that we're taking over. Tell them that we're not taking over. And they will do it. If Joe Biden were to die tonight, hopefully that won't happen. But then, too, if it did happen, we might be in better shape. But let me just finish. If he were to die tonight, the media could say he's not dead. You just don't see him. And people would believe it. That's how dangerous the media is. When Robert Hur came out with his report that they all thought was going to be glowing on Joe Biden because Joe Biden wasn't going to be indicted for the same offense that they're saying that Trump committed, and the media is happy in telling you, oh, these are two different things, completely different. No, they're not. Well, the only difference is that Joe Biden held on to classified documents, and he was a senator. He did not have at any point in time the authorization to declassify those documents. Almost 40 years he had documents. The media isn't asking the question, how did he get those documents out of a skiff? 
a private secure location. How did he get them? And how was he able to hold on to them? And why didn't Nara come after him almost 40 years later? And why is it he was able to have those documents in a garage on secure? And some of those documents were at the, the Penn Center where the Chinese have been donating money. And why is it that when we look at those documents, Hunter Biden more than likely had access to the document to sell American secrets? Why isn't anyone asking that on the left or the right? Only here on After Dark with Robin Andrew are we putting this question out there. These are questions that we should know. And because of that, Joe Biden should have been indicted. Remember General Petraeus. He was found guilty and went to jail for releasing classified information. A general. Why not Joe Biden as a senator? Why didn't they charge him? Well, Robert Hur said they didn't because he felt as if though he wouldn't be able to get a jury to convict him because they would become sympathetic with him because he's an elderly old man with poor memory. The last time I looked, that doesn't keep you from being indicted. It doesn't keep you from going to jail. If you committed a crime, you do the time. You can't make that decision. You allow a jury to make that decision. And not for nothing, they would have taken it before a sympathetic Democrat jury, liberal jury, that probably would have said not guilty. So why didn't they do it? You see how I'm just putting this all out there? The media won't explain it to you. But with Trump, oh, we're going to indict him because he had classified documents. And then they'll say, oh, and the other thing is that we asked for him to get the documents back, but he wouldn't. But what you're failing to realize is that those documents were under lock and key as requested by the FBI, as was requested by NARA, the National Archives. But see, they won't tell you that. They won't keep that out there. They just want you to think that, oh, he held on to the documents and he was selling the documents to Russia and to all these other groups. And, you know, they'll always see Russia because they tried to link him to Russia collusion. And Andrew, I just found out the other night that a journalist, a columnist of, of Substack, Michael Schellenberger from California, who had run for governor in California but didn't make it, he has now done some investigation. And it's coming out that the CIA under John Brennan had identified members of Trump's inner circle and told the FBI, you need to look at these people because we think there's something nefarious with them in Russia. And he's saying that this might have been the genesis of the entire Russia collusion. We need to look at this. This all needs to be exposed. If our CIA is corrupt, if it was corrupt under John Brennan, we need to know about it. If our government is corrupt, we need to know about it. We cannot allow what happened under JFK with them keeping information from us for them to keep this from us. We need to know if our government under the current regime, Joe Biden, is corrupt. We need to know that if our government, when Trump was in office, was working against a duly elected president, we need to know this. And if we had Republicans who were true Republicans and wanted to get to the truth, they would also want to know this. And they wouldn't say, oh, no, the American people can't handle this. It'll tear us apart. Well, they said that about the impeachment, two impeachments. That didn't tear us apart. Okay. The whole thing with George Floyd when the country was in, up in arms in fire, that didn't tear us apart. But you know what it did do? It made us want to know the truth, to get to the bottom of this. And if we're going to get to the bottom of it, we need Republicans to stand up, stand out, and say the buck stops here. We need to know the truth. The same way they impeach Mallorca. Because of his dereliction of duty. 
the same way they should impeach Joe Biden for his dereliction of duty, not closing the border, not protecting us against foreign invaders, lying to the American public about there being a crisis, lying to the American public about what he knew about his son's business deals, lying to the American public for holding classified documents for 40 plus years, lying to the American public about his cognitive ability, refusing to take a cognitive test, allowing his administration to cover for him. Shame on you, Jill Biden, because you should go into your private quarters and tell Joe time is up. You need to step down or else they should invoke the 25th Amendment. We need to know the truth about these things, Andrew, and we can no longer pretend as if though this is not happening. Yesterday was momentous, the same way a week ago when the Supreme Court decided to take on the case with Colorado and cast doubt on what Colorado was doing, the same way Robert Hur's report came out and confirmed what we all knew, that Joe Biden is struggling cognitively. And finally, when the Republicans got together and decided to impeach Mallorca, the American people need to understand and need to know if our government is corrupt, Andrew, plain and simple. Yeah, well said. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream, or go to AmericaOutLoud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>